So the thing is this here. Each one of us, we haven't got much time. We know the Lord is coming soon because of what we see out there. All wars and rumors of war, terrorists, all of this is, is increasing. God's word says that things are not going to get better. It's going to be like in the days of Noah. Welcome, my friends, to The Storyteller, where you'll find First Nations people from across Native North America who are following Jesus Christ without reservation. Sobering words from a Navajo elder. Today we'll hear more from Herman Williams as he continues recounting his incredible journey and shares some of the lessons he's learned along the way. I left there and and then to, to Sydney from there to to Williston is another town in North Dakota. I hitchhiked out there and from there I hitchhiked across North Dakota. Man it was cold, it was in October. And finally got to Grand Forks. And I remember before I came to the Lord I used to Ride what is called the train. A lot of hope boys sometime they're on the train and I used to join them. And, uh, we travel from one state to another. That's the way I travel. And so now here I'm traveling to the Bible school. And, uh, in Grand Forks, there is a conductor was there. And I said, Where's the train going? Is it going to? He named it Duluth. Is it going through Cass Lake? He says, yes. And I said, you know, he says, I, I've been, I'm traveling from Montana. I'm going to an Indian Bible school. Tonight is cold. I walk all night last night. He said, possible? Can I? Get in one of those boxcars. He looked at me and said, When you hear the trains blowing, next about three or four times, it means that you're ready to go. You come back here, I'll, I'll give you a ride in the, in the caboose. So I got in there nice and warm. That man was good to me. He had coffee. He had also sandwiches and different things he brought along. Man, did I ever have a feast there that night. And so we got to Cass Lake and he told me this is it. Number two highways right straight on down here. It must be right along there somewhere. Ask some questions there. So then I started walking five miles out to the Bible school. I walked out there, and that's where my life began. One thing about when I start Bible school, they gave me a lot of books. I asked one of the students, what are these books for? They're textbook. You're going to have to read some of that tomorrow. you got to, for tomorrow, a certain textbook. And there's a list in there, it tells you, what you need to read. You know I can't read. 
And so, I remember back in Montana after I got saved, the farmer and his wife were real happy. We had cookies and coffee that night, and she said, you know, Herman, we thought maybe you might be with us this winter, Christmas, so I got you a, we got you a Christmas gift. She said, she went and got it. It was a little box, all wrapped up nicely. So I opened it up. Here was a Bible. It is a Schofield Bible. Oh, I was so happy, and I took that to the bunkhouse. I knelt by my bed, and I opened it up. And you know, doesn't mean sense to me. And I, I began to shed tears. Every day tears came down right the tip of my nose on the Bible. And then I, I recognized this, so I, I took and rubbed it off, left the Bible open so dry. Next morning that, where my tears dropped on, it was all shriveled up. The Bible is a thin paper, India paper. And so, the next morning I tried to, try to iron it out. It was still that way, so I, that's the way I brought my Bible to Bible school. So each student recognized that I can't read and write. So they gave their word they're going to help me memorize a verse. So the first one came one evening, took my Bible, and it just opened up right where my tears dropped on. That student said, what happened here? Was trying to just straighten it out for me. And that student said, say, that's a good verse to learn. It was Jeremiah 33.3. And I learned that. You know, that verse is saying, saying that, Call on to me, and I will answer thee, and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. You know, that verse, the Lord right from the start showed me that he asks me to call on him that he's willing to show me great and mighty things. I wonder what that is. He said he will answer me. And I believe from that time on, the Lord began to teach me. It's amazing when I open God's word, and I tell you to this day, I guess that's why every day I read the word. Oh, it, it, it's the Lord is talking to me. God's Word tells us how we should come to know the Lord. God Almighty loved us so much. He made every provision for every one of us to know the Lord Jesus. He provided salvation to be free from sin. In our life, we are born with sin controlling us, our minds, our thoughts, our language, everything. We're going just the opposite way that God wants us to walk. But you know, God made provision 
The Savior is a free gift. We don't pay nothing. We just realize our need of Him. And we need, first of all, to acknowledge that we are sinners. We have to repent. Ask the Lord to forgive you. You'll turn around a life. Your life will turn around from the old wild life to a new life. He says that when we come to the Lord, He will give us a new life. And uh, you need to think about this. Then when you have come to know the Lord, you and I as Indian people, we love to eat, whether it be breakfast, dinner, or supper, or in between. Every place we go, hey, we'll stop here and get a hamburger or something. And you know, when you become a Christian, there's a real hunger in our heart for the Word. A hunger for the Word. Jesus says, if you hunger and thirst for righteousness, you are going to be filled. So we need to be hungry. You need to make the effort of reading the Word. I would encourage you to read the Gospel of John. Read also John's letters. There's three of them. First John, second John, third John. Also, James is good. He tells us there that many trials and testing come our way. That's the way that God would develop us, mature us through trials. I could tell you a lot of things about trials. Many things. I've been stoned, I've been beat up, I've been almost shot. These things happen because of preaching the word. But the thing is, you know through these, your faith gets strong, you're able to face people that you could not face before. In the Indian way, I've been witched. And you know, it's a dangerous thing if traditional people would try to bewitch a servant of God because it's going to backfire on them. It will kill them themselves, their own power that it is destroy me backfired on them. They died a terrible death. And believers out there, you know, God will give you the courage, give you the ability to live for Him in spite of all the the problems that you'll be facing. So I'm telling you this out there, everyone that God loves you, God has something for you too, like He did for me. And I enjoyed every bit of it. And you know, God wants to use you. Many of you people, I've been up there where you live, in Canada, all across Canada, northern states here, all over in South America, Mexico, and over to Hawaii. So the thing is this here. Each one of us, we haven't got much time. 
We know the Lord is coming soon because of what we see out there. All wars and rumors of war, terrorists, all of this is, is increasing. God's word says that things are not going to get better. It's going to be like in the days of Noah, like in the days of Sodom and Gomorrah. Judgment is coming. But you know, it's time for you to give your life to the Lord and join serving God in your church, in your community, and live for Him. I'm saying this to you. It is time, my friend. You may never have another opportunity to settle this matter. God tells us in the Bible that there are two destinies for mankind, one for those who believe and one for those who won't. We read in John 3:36, He that believes on the Son has everlasting life, and he that believes not the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abides on him. To believe is to trust Jesus as your Savior, to rely upon Him alone as the one who makes you right with God. His death on the cross was the only acceptable payment for your sins, and His resurrection made it possible for you to have new life. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and you shall be saved. If you would like a copy of Herman's story, ask for it when you write to us at The Storyteller. P.O. Box 1001, Bemidji, Minnesota, 56619. Our web address is withoutreservation.com. Thanks for listening. And remember, the greatest story took place at the cross. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. We'll hear from Herman just once more. So be sure to join us again next time as we listen to The Storyteller.